0: This is Jeff Cross and welcome to the August 22, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. I link to an interesting article on how HGTV has affected the housing market. I've felt like HGTV and their many shows have caused folks to expect a perfect house when before a good house would have been fine. I think it is crazy. The kitchens have been getting bigger and fancier as we cook and entertain less. Alan Dershowitz says that attorneys have been told their firms will not let them represent Trump. Drug dealers? Yes. Cartel people? Yes. Hunter Biden? Yes. Trump? No. The firms would lose too many clients. With someone I respect, I recently went through the J.K. Rowling trans versus biological women comments that resulted in an onslaught of verbal attacks against Rowling and to be uninvited to the 20th something of the Harry Potter franchise. The person was flabbergasted. I'm not reading the articles on the next one. Just going with the headlines. University of California at Berkeley has an off-campus co-op that bans white people from common areas. I believe residents are limited to persons of color, so the white ban applies to visitors. Instead of commenting on this, let me repeat it. University of California at Berkeley has an off-campus co-op that bans white people from common areas. I believe residents are limited to persons of color, so the white ban applies to visitors. Moving on. An NBC News poll found that almost two-thirds of Democratic-leaning college students would not room with a supporter of Donald Trump. Less than one-third of Republican-leaning students said they would not room with someone who voted for Biden. The poll also found over half said they could not see themselves dating someone who voted for a different candidate. What if she's hot? When I heard these numbers, my first thought was Mr. Harriman, my ninth grade Bucksport High School English teacher. He made a comment that the youth of that day, me, were not as good as the youth of his day. I asked if the quality of the babies 15 years prior were different, and he said no, probably the same. I said then your generation wasn't as good at parenting as your parents' generation, since the parental generation was the variable. Yeah, I was an asshole back then. Anyway, how did we raise a generation that can't handle hearing a diversity of opinion? Exposure to a diversity of opinion is one of the advantages of an on-site college education. I want 20-year-olds to ask each other why you could vote for a demented old man who wasn't that good when he, he was at the top of his game. Or how the hell could you vote for a lying asshole? I want them to ask and then to listen, maybe raise their voices. I'd like to minimize the minimize the talking amongst our own groups in the false security of an echo chamber. I do find the data interesting from a partisan standpoint in that Republican leaners are more willing to room with someone from the Democrat side. I take that as Republicans are more tolerant. A recent immigrant who is a bit of a centrist said he she would rather be the liberal person in a conservative area than a conservative in the liberal area because conservatives are more tolerant. God, I love telling that story. A frees- frequent listener passed along an article from Barron's by Lisa Bayfuss, titled, Recession is Already Here for Many Small Businesses. A few nuggets. Consumer debt is increasing. I guess consumers are keeping up their lifestyle, but they can't do that for long. And when they finally pull back, consumer spending drops and businesses will suffer. Many so- small businesses already aren't doing well though some I talked to were doing fine. Some companies in the article that were doing poorly were luxury goods or real extras that were not necessary. The recently passed Inflation Reduction Act got mentioned in the article, and she said it included a tax credit for electric vehicles. Several car makers increased prices by an amount similar to the tax credit. Coincidence? Maybe instead of referring to that part of the bill as the Inflation Reduction Act, They should have labeled it the Give Big Car Companies Money Act. Remember this down the road when you hear about big subsidies to big companies. Half the electorate was cheering the big company subsidies on when our government passed this in plain sight. I mentioned last week that Liz Cheney lost big in her Wyoming congressional race. Per the linked article by Daniel Berman in AMAC Newsline, she lost 66% to 29%. A margin of over 37%. For an incumbent, that is not a loss, that is an ass-kicking. Calling that a loss is like saying the Japanese visited Pearl Harbor. Before going further with Cheney, I'm reminded of a Lyndon Johnson line about a curmudgeon in Johnson's cabinet where Johnson said, I'd rather have him inside the tent pissing out than outside the tent pissing in. More on that later. The author says Cheney lost huge in the Republican primary, not because she would not support Trump, but because she partied with the Democrats. I use the word party as a euphemism. She courted Democratic votes in a Republican primary. She received huge donations from Democrats. She trashed Republicans and not both parties. Let me hasten to add, Democratic love for Cheney will only last while they find her useful. She is the daughter of Darth Vader. I like Liz Cheney. She is smart, but she went off the rails. Her linked defeat night speech might be worth a listen. To many, it will be spot on. To me, it shows spots in her position. She plays the righteous card, saying she loves her country and supports the Constitution. Me too. She said she won the primary two years ago with 74% of the vote and easily could have done the same this year, but she would have had to go along with a big election lie. I don't think so. Politicians are good at framing false choices. Did she only have two paths? Go with a big lie or to do what she did? Nah, there were other choices. She basically compares herself in the speech to Lincoln. That is like me comparing myself to George Clooney. Don't do that. Later, she brings Ulysses S. Grant into the comparison how courageous Grant was after the Battle of the Wilderness. Nope. She talked awful about what happened on January 6th, and she said she thought we would have had a united response. Was she listening? There was a united response against it. Many argued it was a riot and not an insurrection, and they were correct. All condemned the riot. She said that major parts of the GOP still vehemently defends those who caused it. Is she attacking those who say Trump did not plan the riot? I'm pretty sure the evidence is clear that he did not plan the riot. How do we know that? He would have been indicted for conspiracy to riot, among other charges. She goes on and on about failure to condemn the lies and conspiracies. She says no person should support a candidate who is an election denier. couple of questions, Liz. Can cheating occur and can we talk about that cheating? I know Trump lied, though in his crazy mind he believes it. But can the rest of us point out voting irregularities? The vote in Wisconsin violating the voting laws of the state, for example. Can I mention that or am I complicit? And did you apply this standard to Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams, who both denied they lost? If you are an election denier a couple times, is that okay? Just don't do it too often? Note, folks, I'm not defending Trump. This was an opportunity for Cheney to call out both sides. A Republican would do that. A Democrat would not. Cheney says all sorts of people in the White House and on the campaign told Trump the election was not stolen. Doesn't that argue against what she said about the party at large? Liz talks more on lies and said a lie was claiming the FBI planted evidence during the Mar-a-Lago raid. She's probably right. That probably is a lie. Though the FBI did lie about evidence in a previous search warrant application, so let's not get too high up on our horse, Liz. She could have been bipartisan and talked about the lies of the Russian collusion hoax. Or what to me seemed to be lies of over 50 top intelligence officials saying the Hunter Biden laptop story had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation and the media running with that. Those lies affected the election. The New York Post was banned from Twitter for saying the truth about Hunter Biden. Cheney could have also called those out and been true to her principles and a Republican. She attacked Trump for releasing the names of FBI agents involved in the search. Trump should not have. Seems it was done by releasing a copy of the search warrant. Again, though, Liz could have gone bipartisan called out Democrats for releasing the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices and for not condemning those who release the names. Say, she could have said this crap has to stop. She seems proud of her work on the January 6th committee, but my impression from lawyers Turley and McCarthy is it is a show trial that does not allow the other side to pres- present a perspective, and it is a slickly produced video effort that overpromises and underdelivers. One thing Cheney and I agree on is that we don't want Trump back in the Oval Office. She had a choice. She could have made that effort as a Republican. In my view, she decided to make that effort partying with the Democrats. And guess what? The Republican voters of Wyoming suggested she go hang with her new friends. Part of the democracy and the Constitution that she and I both are in favor of give voters a choice. They chose for Liz to go. One thing I believe that should be mentioned is that after her impeachment vote following the January 6th riot, some of her fellow Republican congressmen wanted to remove her from GOP leadership. House Minority Leader uh, McCarthy supported her to keep her position. Since Cheney compared herself to Lincoln and to Grant, I would now like to offer her a Winston Churchill comparison. Winston Churchill was a great man, but the years 1929 to 1939 were called his wilderness years. While he was a member of parliament, he was not in the government even when his party was in control. He was that cantankerous, somewhat annoying person who kept talking about dangers, like Hitler. And when things turned dark, they called on Winston. I think Liz Cheney should have accepted the loss of her leadership position and performed a Churchill imitation. She should have stayed in the tent. Cheney could have said, I am a never-Trumper and I am a conservative and a Republican. Trump did some bad shit. Those Democrats are doing some bad shit. I am against both and I will do that from Congress as the Wyoming Congressperson. She would have won. And she might have been positioned for a post-Trump presidential nomination. Alas, she did not ask for my advice. Instead, being named the vice chairman by Speaker Pelosi of the slickly produced January 6th committee and attacking GOP leadership, she was just auditioning for The View. Not my view, but The View. And Liz, they won't have you. When they are tired of you, they will kick you to the curb. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.